Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we will start from the beginning. Who knows where the beginning is? At the beginning, <laughs> Mama. <laughs> the beginning for this month of salvation is Second Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Remember I told you if you have a moment to listen to a message uh, that Papa had taught, don't worry if you didn't listen to it because I want to go through a little bit of that first. Um, so 2 Corinthians chapter 6 from verses 1 to 2. From verses 1 to 2. We'll read together. 1, 2, 3, read. We then, as workers together with him, beseech you also that you receive not... Okay, wait, 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 wait. We are not reading like we want to hear what we are reading. We Amen. are reading like we are being forced to read. Let's read like we want to hear what we are reading, right? Amen. One, two, three, read. We then, as workers together with him, beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. For he saith, I have heard thee in this time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Thank you very much for that board. Okay. Now, this is our scripture, which I don't want that to, I don't want us to lose sight of this scripture. When we think, when we are in April, we are in May, we are in June, and we think back to this month, I want us to remember 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. And I want us to remember that as we go through this year, I want us to remember that we are never taking the grace of God for granted, and we are not receiving it in vain. I want us to just remember that because it's just too important for us to lose sight of it. Amen. So prophet was teaching that salvation is the word what? Come on. Salvation is the word? Word what? Soteria. Soteria. Salvation is the word soteria. Yes, it's the word soteria. And I've called today Sunday of salvation, but I want us to look at that word soteria. Just the meaning of, of that word, just what it entails. And today I want us to get things that are in soteria. Not tomorrow, but today. Amen. I want us to get our things that are in where? In soteria. So that's why I'm starting from here, from this scripture that I'm reading. Because he says, We then as workers together with him beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. For he hath said, I have heard thee in the time accepted. So for me, it's just like, it's just like this is my time. Amen. It's just like this is my time. I'm not going to wait for tomorrow. I'm not going to wait for next week. Because 
he has said, I have heard thee in the time accepted. So for me, this is a time that I, is accepted by God. Amen. God works by times. Different times and different dispensations. So I happen to be in the one where it's, it's his accepted time. I happen to live in that time. So for me, when I look at this, it's just like whatever I've been crying to God for, I just, I, this is the time. I'm not going to wait for another season. Oh, I'm yes. not going to wait for tomorrow. Oh, yes. It's an accepted, accepted time. It's the time we are allowed these things. They are allowed. It's not going to always be there like that. Because times shall change. After the church is gone, times shall change. Oh, yes. Shall not be the same. But now what it is, is for us to just receive. Okay, so. He was teaching to tell us that the church, children of God, they like to push things to tomorrow, which is hope. Amen. So he was saying they like to live a life where they say tomorrow things will be better. Tomorrow things will change. Not today, but tomorrow. Because they somehow feel like they are not ready for things to happen today. It must be when, when they are right within themselves or I don't know what it is that we are waiting to happen. Maybe for us to be perfect so that God can do things for us. Forgetting that we are qualified by the righteousness of God. Amen. Not by the things that we have done right or we have not done right. Are you hearing me, somebody? I never once... So in the Bible, where Jesus, if he needed to heal someone, he said, I just need to give you two minutes. Go and confess your sins first. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. I never once saw it. Or you quarreled yesterday with someone. I cannot heal you now. You need to make that straight. But what I have seen is Jesus healing someone and telling them, go and sin no more. Oh, yes. Jesus accepting someone after accepting them, saying, Go and sin no more. Thank you. Because that thing will come back on you. That's what Jesus said to, to, to one of them. He said, The worst thing might happen because you are going now to open another door. Amen. But I'm not going to not heal you, but I'm just telling you that worse things might happen oh, if yes. you keep opening doors. That's what Jesus was saying. So I don't know, sometimes as children of God, you know, I, I did say, you know, last week when I was teaching, I said that, you know, when you are adopted, sometimes it takes time for things to really get into you and into your spirit for you to understand that I am just accepted no matter what. Yes. Like if, if my son, like if my son does something, you know, that I don't like, I don't tell him that today, you won't eat today, you won't sleep in my house today, don't talk to me today, what? In fact, when he has done something wrong, the thing I am desiring is that he should come to talk to me. Yes, amen. 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 That's my desire. I want him to come. And I, my heart will be, will be so happy oh, that yes. he came. But if he has done something wrong and he's hiding away, in his room somewhere. He doesn't want to talk to me. I'm bothered. 
I'm not happy. Amen. I'm thinking we should resolve this thing. Are you hearing me, somebody? So sometimes as children of God, like Prophet was teaching, he said that we always put out things to tomorrow because we think that tomorrow we will be more qualified. Or maybe God needs more time to do whatever he needs to do. God does not live in this space of time where we live in. God doesn't need more time to do what he needs to do for you. Amen. God doesn't need more time. He doesn't need to, to press himself up for your issue. That maybe today he's not prepared. God is as... I don't even want to say that God is as prepared. But God is just ready and able. Just any time. Just any time. Oh, yes. My God. Oh, yes. So I'm still on what Papa was teaching. So he said, anybody who says, I'm going to get healed tomorrow, or I will receive my miracle tomorrow. It's not just healing. Some are looking for breakthroughs in different things. Some it's to do with their children. Whatever it is that we are looking for God to do it, he said, anybody who says I will have it tomorrow is working in hope. Amen. And hope doesn't get you to apprehend something. Hope helps you to not give up, which is a very good thing. Because when people lose hope, that's when they can become suicidal. Yeah. There's nothing else to live for. Okay? Amen. So hope has its place. But for you to get a hold of what you want... It's not going to be hope. It's going to be faith. Oh, yes. And this is what Papa was teaching. He said that we are not called to live by hope. We are called to live by faith. Because faith, he said, is in the past. Yes. It's in the finished work. Oh, yes. Things that were already done. What the healing we are looking for is not that God is going to do it the time we are asking. It was already done. Amen. So faith is in the past. God has already done it for me. And so he gave this example. He said, if you are in a room, like the room that we are sitting in, and you are bound there, and you cry every day because you've got no way out, you are hungry, you are crying, how do I get out of here? He said... If then I send you a message and I say, actually, the door has been opened for you. He said, if you begin to say, well, you don't understand my situation. I've been in this room for years. Then you have not believed. You don't have any faith. You have not believed in what you have been told. So you will keep sitting. But somebody who has faith will say, you are telling me that the door is opened. Then I can walk out now. The door has already been opened. Amen. The person in faith is not saying, I am going to ask for the door to be opened. The person in faith has the information that the door has been. Which means I can do things now because things have been oh, yes. done in the past. It's not like... I am trying to get them to be done. No. They have been done. Oh, yes. So the person will walk out of their bondage and will not allow anything 
to keep them in that place. Amen. If you know the truth, the truth will make you free. Amen. Not set you free, make. Because it's you who is made free to walk in freedom. Oh, yes. Setting free is like I actually take you out of your cage. The truth does not take you out of your cage. The truth makes you free so you can walk out of your cage yourself. Are you there, somebody? So when we learn these things about soteria, the salvation, it's meant to make us free. So that we can then walk in our freedom. Oh, yes. So I wanted to remind you of that. What we have learned is that faith is today. That faith is not tomorrow. Oh, yes. So I want you to say this. Say what I'm asking. What, what am I? Or what I'm desiring. What I'm desiring. For God, for God to do for me, to do for me, I am having it. I am having it now. Now, now, now. Are you there, somebody? Now, I want to go back again and do and connect this with what I taught you when I was talking about predestination. I want to connect with that, and that's why I have my board. I should, have, I should have brought you my book to show you, my notebook, that I was using when I was studying the book of Ephesians. You know the, the, you know the way Paul writes? He writes statements within statements within statements. So I was literally, it was like a, a puzzle. Which one connects with where? I did a whole like mind mapping thing. And that's how I understood what I was teaching you last time. And it became so simple when I was telling you. It was not that simple when I was doing it. When I was trying to work it out. Amen. I just thought, he says so many words. I'm lost somewhere half in the middle of a verse. I need to write it down. I need to study it. The Bible says study to make yourself approved. There, there is a time in the world you have to study, not just yes. read. Amen. So in Ephesians chapter 1, verse Three. I will read only verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1 in verse 3. I'll read only that one. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, let's read it together. One, two, three, read. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Okay, I will write spiritual blessings. Okay, just that one verse. Now, we have said the word soteria is a package. It's a package. Amen. So for me, this one here, Esoteria. Amen. God blessing us with all spiritual blessings. Remember, starting with even the forgiveness of our sins is one of the spiritual blessings. Oh, yes. 
Remember what we learned last time? Forgiveness of our sins is what we know as salvation. But it's just one of them. It's not only forgiveness of sins, the redemption. No. It is all spiritual blessings. Because salvation is soteria. It is a package. Are you there, somebody? But the starting point is the forgiveness of sins through the redemption in the blood so that we can have the righteousness of God. Once that is done and dusted, a whole new plethora of stuff opens up for us. Amen. Are you there, somebody? Oh, yes. So most Christians stop at receiving forgiveness of sins. They attain righteousness by faith, but they do not use that righteousness for anything else. To them, they are heading to heaven. They are heading to heaven with troubles they are carrying. They are heading to heaven with issues. They are broke. They have nothing. They are they are battling this and they are battling that and they are living a defeated life but they are carrying the righteousness of God and they are saved and they are on their way to heaven but all the other spiritual blessings they don't access them Amen. but salvation is a what? it's a package available to you what God was trying to do from the beginning, this one never forget it, is he was trying to have a family that is not only Jesus Christ, but that is all of us who are here. Oh, yes. And after having that family, he just wanted to bless that family, to love on that family. And so that's why from the beginning, he already blessed the people, whether they, they will sin or they will not sin. And still make a way for them so that they can still access his blessings. Even if they sin, they would have a way and they would come back to him. Mm-hmm. He always wanted to do that. And remember, before Jesus Christ, the plan was for Jesus to do all this. You remember that? Oh, yes. The plan is for Jesus to do this. But before Jesus came, God will still try somewhere, somehow to get people to access his blessing one way or another. And so he started with some individuals who knew God on their own. He will give them a covenant with an altar. And he will bless those people. Abraham was blessed. Noah was blessed. Even Adam was blessed. Are you hearing me, somebody? God just couldn't help it. He's a God of love. How can you love if you are not giving to the people that you love? Amen. So somewhere, somehow, it came to a point where he said, now I'm ready to have a nation. Not just now individuals, but I'm ready now to have a nation, the nation of Israel. That I can just show the world 
my love, how I can love people. I want to show using these children of Israel. But then he was like, we have a problem. Jesus has not yet died. So we have not yet had our family how we want it. These people are not yet righteous. So that they can come and access what I have for them. What do I do? So the Bible says he found Moses. And he found the law. All the law was trying to do was to somehow get people to access God's blessings. Amen. Because they were told, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. If you obey me, then I will bless you with this. Oh, yeah. Then I will bless you with that. Then you are blessed coming in. Then you are blessed going out. Then you are the head only. You are not the tail. You will lend only. You will never borrow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Your bonds will be blessed. Your bank accounts will be blessed. Your job will be blessed. Your house will be blessed. Your children will be blessed. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, yes. God was trying to get himself. How must I show my love? How must I get people to access spiritual blessings? So in the meantime, before Jesus Christ... There had to be a way. If you read in the book of Romans, let me show you something. You will love it. You will love it. Hmm. My God, my God, my God. Romans chapter 8. Let's read from verse 1 to verse 4. I love to teach in Streams International. Because the people love the word. It's so amazing. And we understand when we are talking the word. This is our language. Oh, yes. We Amen. understand each other. It's so exciting. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 to 4. Let's read together. 1, 2, 3, read. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on the account of sin. He condemns sin in the flesh. That the righteousness, righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Okay, hang on. Go now to King James Version, verse 3 and verse 4. I, want you, I don't want you to miss. Some of you have seen it, some have missed it. So let's go again. Verse 3 and 4. 1, 2, 3, read. For, For what, what the law could not do. Are you understanding? Are you understanding? The law was trying to do something. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God accomplished that by sending his son. Are you hearing me? So that what we are doing is not just by our flesh, following law by the flesh, but that by Jesus Christ, 
We can now do what the law was trying to do. Amen. Go to verse 4. Go to verse 4. What was the law trying to do? That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. The law was not able to make the righteousness of God fulfilled in us at all. Amen. That's why the children of Israel tried and they were prosperous and their land was blessed, then failed, went into captivity and came to nothing. And again cried to God and followed his law and came back to their land. And God blessed again by God, blessed again by God and failed again. Amen. Are you there, somebody? Oh, yes. So the Bible says what the law was trying to do was just to bring people here to be blessed. You say, why? The Bible says because of his love, his good pleasure. Our God is a good God. Our God is a good God. Oh, yes. He never has any bad plan for you. When things bad happen to you, it's not God trying to teach you a lesson. If I want to teach my son a lesson that the stove is hot, I'm not going to put his hand there. Amen. Believe you me. Amen. I'll try so many other ways. Why should God almost kill you with sickness? Because he's trying to teach you something. It's wrong, 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 wrong theology. Amen. <laughs> wrong thinking. Oh, yes. And you know, so these spiritual blessings, we can find them, part of them, in Deuteronomy chapter 28. It's not even all. It's some. Because the people that were being blessed this time were not having the spiritual nature that we have today. Amen. So some of the blessings that we have that we can walk like Christ, they didn't have those. But they had earthly blessings. Oh, yes. Which we have earthly blessings plus even things we do in the spirit. Amen. We have now everything. But if you want a starting point to ask what is the blessing of God, you can read Deuteronomy 28. At least you have a starting, just a starting point. Because now we are now partakers of his divine nature. It's much more than Deuteronomy 28. Amen. Are you hearing me, somebody? Go deeper, mama. So, my God, my God, my God. Amen. So now I'm thinking, if I go somewhere, it will take us too, too long. So let me not go there. Let me concentrate here. So now, because of all the things that we have learned, starting from when Papa was teaching us about soteria, and we have learned of the package of spiritual blessings. So now, all we need is to get these blessings. Amen. All we need is to get these blessings. Oh, yes. And according to what we have learned, it's not tomorrow. It's not we shall. It's today. Oh, yes. 
I still think that if I don't show you Deuteronomy 28, you may still be wondering what I'm talking about. Go deeper, Mama. <laughs> I just want to show you a subset. I've told you that this is not all, but if you want to start a starting point, where are the blessings of God? You will see them here. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Hmm. You need to go and study it by yourself. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy 28, we'll read, let, maybe let me just read only three verses from verse, okay, not three, five. From verse 28 Ah, sorry, from verse 1 to verse 5, so that we get a little bit of context. Amen. From verse 1 to verse 5. I'll just show you. Uh, okay. Let's read. 1, 2, 3, read. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Okay, so if you stop there, if you stop there, God told them to observe everything written in the law. Why? Because that gave them some level of righteousness, right standing with God, Amen. so that they could access his blessings. That verse does not apply to you and me. We have already passed that because we are already righteous. Remember what the law could not do. It couldn't make people righteous. Oh, yes. God did it by sending Jesus. Amen. Don't forget that verse. So that one doesn't apply to you. Go to verse. It applies to you starting from saying, And thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. That's where it starts with you. Go to verse 2. One, two, three, read. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. Oh, no, you, you didn't see that one, did you? One, two, three, read. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. <laughs> Hallelujah. And <clears throat> the day you said, Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and the Savior of my life. That day, you became righteous. And that day, these blessings came upon you. Oh, yes. And they overtook you. I'm telling you the truth. It's done. Go to verse 3. One, two, three, read. Blessed shalt thou be in the city. And bless, blessed shall thou be in the field. That's success, isn't it? Whether you live in the village or you live in the city. Amen. It doesn't matter. You who are watching me, you may say, I wish I was living in Australia where you're living. Wherever you are living. The Bible says it could be in the bush, but you are blessed there. Amen. You could be in the city, but you are blessed there. Oh, yes. In other words, you will succeed there where you are. 
just because the blessings have come on you oh, yes. and they have overtaken you. Papa said a very powerful statement. He said when God came to bless Abraham, he did not come with cattle to say start from here and multiply this. No. He said, he said what? Words. Just like these words. Amen. Blessings are just words. Amen. Depends on who the blesser is. Oh, yes. Verse 4. One, two, three, read. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Amen. This is, this is us now. All the blessings, plus the physical ones that you were reading. The one you just read is prosperity. Amen. Did you read it in your Bible? Oh, yes. Okay, let me show Aiden my Bible. Do you see in chapter 28? What I did, I labeled every blessing, right? Okay, he doesn't have a mic. Can he have a mic? I want him to read some of the way that I labeled my blessings. Are you able to see what I was writing? I labeled every blessing so that I could see how God was blessing people. So you can just say verse 1, I labeled this. Verse 2, I labeled this. Whatever verse you can see. Verse 3. You labeled fruitfulness. Fruitful. Fruitfulness. Yep. Okay. Uh, verse four, you labeled prosperity. Okay. Five, uh, prosperity. Mm-hmm. Um, six. Maybe it's protection. Protection. I, I write like a doctor yep. sometimes. And seven, protection. Mm-hmm. I keep going, right? Yes. Uh, eight, prosperity. Right. Um, nine, spiritual blessings. Right. Okay. Uh, you can stop there. I just want to prove that I studied these things. Not yesterday because I was trying to teach. I've studied them long time ago. And I've labeled, I've labeled them. Why did I label them? Because I could hear people saying, hey, they, these churches, they teach on prosperity. They teach on prosperity. Well, then I said, okay, let me see how when God blesses people, what do people see? Amen. I'm not here to teach about prosperity. I'm here to teach about spiritual blessings. Oh, yes. But I'm just going to the book of Deuteronomy. And when I saw the blessing of God and I categorized it, go do your own study. I found that more than anything, it's prosperity. More than anything, it's success. It's protection. I saw it from the word. And then when I came to the curses, I saw that one of the biggest curses was disease. And one of the biggest curses was poverty. I've labeled even the curses. You see? Those, that's on the curse side. Yeah. So I can see 26 is death. Death. Famine, idolatry. Famine. That's hunger. 
Poverty. Poverty. Barrenness. Barrenness, yes. Is captivity. Captivity. Okay, that's enough. For you to just see that those things don't come from God. Because he said, he, he said these curses will come on you. Not that I will curse you. But if you move yourself and you are not walking in spiritual blessings, if you open up the door, this is in their time, okay? If you don't follow the law, you are, open up, you are opening up a door for the enemy. And look at what will happen to you. That's what God was saying. So I told you, you go and study for yourself. You go and study for yourself. But I put my hand up for what God said he would do for me. Amen. I don't care whether people like the words or they don't like the words. They accept it or they don't accept it. But if my daddy said he would do that for me, I take it. Oh, yes. So all we need to do is to take the spiritual blessing. God has said he has blessed us with spiritual blessings in heavenly places. In other words, in the spiritual realm. In the spiritual realm. So God blessed us in the spiritual realm. Why? It's because God lives there. In the spiritual realm. God is spirit. He's not a human being. So that's why he is not in a flesh like I am and blessing you in this physical world. But he said those things before time in the spiritual realm. Oh, yes. Because he knew once you receive Jesus Christ, you are also spirit. So you operate in the spiritual realm. You also operate in the physical. Amen. You only operate in the physical because you've got this body. Once this one expires, we don't die. We don't die because of the expiration of this one. We just go to where we are coming from. Oh, yes. Amen. <laughs> we just go back to where we came from. Thank you, Jesus. We originate from God. We shall go back to God. Oh, yes. We are here temporarily. As long as we have the suit that we are wearing. Come on, somebody. Amen. So everything starts in the spirit for us. Our blessing starts in the spirit for us. Even our receiving of the blessing starts in the spirit for us. And then it manifests in the natural realm. Oh, yes. So, I want us to get to a point where we have these spiritual blessings. That's why the Bible says we should walk in the spirit. After the spirit, not after the flesh. Amen. The spiritual realm is greater than the physical realm. Oh, yes. Because everything you see is temporary. But what we cannot see is eternal. So things for us start in the spiritual realm and then they manifest in the physical realm. 
So as a child of God, you get a hold of everything God has given you in the spiritual realm first. After you get it in the spiritual realm, that's when it manifests in the physical realm. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, yes. If you want to be healed in the, spirit, in the physical realm, you go to talk to a doctor. They will give you physical medicine that you can see. You will drink the physical medicine. It will go into your physical body, your stomach. Then it will go to your blood. And it will heal or lessen the symptoms that you're having. Is that right? Amen. All that happens in the physical realm. Because somebody understands how the body works. Are you there, somebody? If you want to be healed by God, the healing is spiritual. Because God is spiritual. So it comes to you by a spiritual substance. Through so many different ways. But you receive it first into your spirit. And then it manifests to your body. Amen. Are you hearing me, somebody? God is spirit. We must understand that. And we are spirit. We must understand that. So when we ask God something, it's spirit to spirit. It's not spirit to flesh. Uh-uh. It's spirit to spirit. Amen. Because God is spirit. The Bible calls him the father of spirits. Oh, yes. I'm trying to stay within particular because, you know, once I say one thing, there's a thousand more things I can do. Amen. But I, I do not want to do that. Trying. So, your relationship with God as your father is a spiritual relationship. It's not a physical relationship. So, we all understand. We all understand online shopping. Who says I've never bought anything online here? Okay, don't put your hand up. <laughs> we understand online shopping. If you want to buy something that is in the U.S. and you are here in Australia, hmm? Amen. all you need is to go to the online shop of that place. And you buy from the online shop. You make an online, an e-transaction. It's not a physical transaction. Mm -mm. Amen. Mm -mm. Oh, yes. Mm -mm. It's either you have to buy a ticket, you have to fly to the U.S., you have to go into the shop. You have to change your Australian money to U.S. money. You have to pay the attendant. They will give you your shoes. 
Because some of you are crazy enough to go to the U.S. just to go and get shoes. Amen. <laughs> it's the ladies who are saying yes. The men are not. They are like, I don't care what shoe I wear. Okay. So, you will still get it that way. Okay? However, the effort that you put in is so much. And if you... And if you don't have the money, you can't do it. There are too many barriers there. There is a way for you to get a shoe. In fact, there is a way for you to see the shoe. Amen. And when you see the shoe, you can buy that shoe. And you can have in your inbox the evidence that you have bought that shoe. Oh, yes. All you are doing now is sitting back, relaxing, waiting for it to be dropped at your door physically. Amen. But the transaction you did was not a physical transaction. It was an e-transaction. But you believed so much in your e-transaction that you were sitting down happy saying by this day i will have my shoe at my door and when i need my shoe i'll wear my shoe oh yes meanwhile you did not see a physical shoe amen you did not go to a physical shop amen come on somebody oh yes are you getting to where i'm trying to get at in the spirit we live in a physical world. If we want these spiritual blessings that are in the spiritual realm, we are not going to die first to get to heaven and go and have them. In fact, by the time we go there, most of them are redundant. We don't need them. Amen. We need them today. Amen. We need them now. Oh, yes. Why do I need God to bless my bank account in heaven? Oh, yes. I don't need God to bless my bank account in heaven. It's for. It's for. Now. So I'll not wait until I die so that I can go and see God's warehouse. No, this book here helps me to see it. Oh, yes. The way your computer will get you to see the shoe. You even turn it around. Is this the right heel? Is this the right color? Is this the right size? You can see it, oh, but yes. it's not real, but it is real. Come on, somebody. Oh, yes. You can see it. It's not real, and yet it is real. You can buy it. It's not real, and yet it is real. Amen. Come on, somebody. You can say, I have it, but it's not with you. But you can say, I have it, because you bought it online. Are you there, somebody? Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Take your seats in the presence of God. Come on, somebody. Don't you know that you are doing that by faith? Don't you know that you are doing that by faith? 
Why are you so bold to put your bank details there? Why are you so bold? Tomorrow the shoe hasn't come, but the money has left your bank account. Why are you not crying? Why are you not crying? Come on. Why are you not crying? Oh, yes. It's because you know. I saw the shoe. I paid for the shoe. And now I have it. And now it's coming. You don't cry. You just have an expectation. Waiting for somebody to ding that bell in your house. Telling you my parcel has arrived. Amen. My God. Faith is as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Why do you cry when you have asked God, God, I need a job. You have received by faith. If you have faith, why would you cry? You are just waiting for somebody to physically knock on the door and say your job is here. Oh, yes. It's the same. But people who do not understand how online shopping works because they don't have the knowledge, they will say, there is no way I can pay for a thing that I don't have in my hand. Amen. They will say, is it really coming? What if they are lying? Why? They don't know Amen. how it works. But you and me, oh, yes. we know how things in the spirit, how they work. Oh, yes. And so a person who doesn't have our knowledge, doesn't understand us. They don't need to understand us. Amen. We say we have it when we can't see it. Come on, somebody. That same person who is criticizing you because they think that you're saying things or you're weird or something. That same person, if you showed them that I've bought a shoe online, and if you're saying that, and they're saying to you, oh, do you have a shoe for that occasion? And you're saying, oh, I already have it. They'll not condemn you. Because that person understands online stuff. Amen. They will say, oh, where is it? You say, it's coming. I bought it online. It's as simple as that. We don't even... It's not a problem. Amen. But that same person, if I'm talking about things of the spirit, I will tell them, I saw it. <laughs> yes. I got it. Oh, yes. I have it. Oh, yes. That same person will not understand me. Amen. The Bible says the natural man does not understand the things of the spirit. They are spiritually discerned. They don't need to understand us. Some of you, your problem is your family doesn't understand you and it bothers you so much. <laughs> your friends don't understand you anymore. It bothers you. You're like, it's like I need them to understand me. Don't. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. Amen. It's only us. Jesus said very clearly. He said, he who is born of spirit is spirit. Yes. He who is born of flesh is flesh. Amen. He said a spiritual man is like the wind. 
You only see their effects. You don't know where they are coming from. You don't know where they are going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. He didn't say it was just him. He said, so is everyone. You and me. So is everyone born of the Spirit. We do things that people cannot put a head or a tail to it. Amen. So these spiritual blessings here, they are ours. Let me explain the last step because I want us to pray. Now I want you, I want you to write down what you are getting today from the plethora of spiritual blessings. It might be a spiritual thing. It might be a physical thing. I want you to write down, then I will explain to you how right now we are going to make our spiritual transaction. Amen. My God, my God, my God. This salvation is not a joke. From now on, you'll be like, thank God I received Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank God I received Jesus. Most of us didn't even know what we were doing, to be honest. We didn't know. That's why Paul says that I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Amen. That you may know what is the hope of this calling. What is the hope? It's too big. It's too big. We need the Spirit of God to continue unveiling it to us. Because it's too big. It's too big. It's too big. It's too big for a mind to comprehend. Amen. Are we ready? Oh, yes. Are we ready on um, Zoom? Wave your hand if you're ready. Show me Zoom, please. You are ready? You are ready? Are we ready in Port Mosby? Show me Port Mosby. Are you ready? Are we you are ready in Port Mosby? We are ready, Mama. Praise God. Praise God. We praise God. Amen. Are you ready in Toowoomba? Toowoomba, Toowoomba. Are they connected? If they are connected, I want to see them. Are you ready? Are you ready to Wumba? Are you ready? My God. We love you to Wumba. We love you to Wumba. Take your seats in the presence of God. I want us today 
to get our things from the spiritual blessings. Remember when we were receiving Jesus for us to receive our righteousness. Do you remember what we did? Somebody preached or somehow we knew about the message that Jesus saves. We received it, right? Amen. We said, Lord, come into my heart because we believed it, right? And when we finished that prayer, we knew Jesus is in our heart. And we said, Lord, I confess you, you are the Lord and the Savior of my life. We heard, we believed, we said something. Amen. And that's how we accessed the first spiritual blessing, which is by grace, because we were not inside, right? We were not in Christ. Amen. So God had to add grace oh, yes. for us to get it. So now we are inside. We do the exact same thing. Mark chapter 11. I taught on this one before. But some of you were not here. I think it was one of the Fridays. So I want after this everyone to get what it is that they are looking for from God. Amen. Verse 23, Mark 11. Uh, we'll start from verse 22 to verse 24. Mark 11, verse 22 to verse 24. Now read like you want to know what the word of God is saying. One, two, three, read. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, That whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he hath said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. I will not go into verse 23 because of time. I just want us to go into verse It's hard because the verse 24 has a therefore. Amen. <laughs> How am I going to just read yes, verse yes. 24 starting from a therefore? Amen. If it's me, I'll be like, I want to know why is it therefore? Oh, yes. <laughs> so let's read 23 again. One, two, three, read. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Okay. Let me just explain this verse here. It's a spiritual principle. It's not involving God. Remember what prophet always says? That, there, that many things that he does, he does not involve God. Amen. 
this verse does not involve God, but it's a spiritual principle. For mature sons of God. But for the sake of what I'm teaching now, because everybody's at a different level, I haven't wanted to go there to mature sons. Me, I'm just talking about a child of God, everybody born of God as a child of God. There are different levels. Don't get confused. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, yes. So Jesus says, you, you put the verse back there so that people can see that God is not mentioned there because sometimes, you know, it's like we are just saying things. So he says, Jesus is saying, let me teach you a spiritual truth that works in the realm of the spirit. He says, if I want to do something on earth, if I want to do anything, move something, clean my house, whatever. Amen. He just used a mountain as an example. Oh, yes. If I want to change things physically, but I don't have the ability to do it physically. So in other words, I want to move a mountain, but who can move a mountain here physically? Nobody can do it. So he says, I would rather do it in the spirit so that it can happen in the flesh. Because the spiritual realm is more powerful than the earthly realm. So he says, if I want that to happen, what do I need to do? I just need to say it. But when I say it, I should have no doubt in my heart, but I should believe that the things that I'm saying will happen. I will have what I'm saying. Amen. Oh, yes. There is no God in that statement. Amen. It's spiritually mature people, but they're operating in faith. Are you hearing me? Faith in the truth. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. The truth is from God. Are you hearing me? So they just have truth. They just have the word. And they are just mature. So when Papa says, I say to the disease to go, I'm not involving God. It's because he knows that this person is already healed. Now me as a son of God, I cannot allow a person or a son of my or a daughter of my father, suffering from something that God already took out. So he operates in there mostly. Okay? But I'm not going to go in there because I want to capture everyone. Okay? And, how, and, and the way for me to do that, including everyone who is online who is watching me for the first time, in order for me to do that, I want to go to verse 2. That's why you see now, therefore, because Jesus is saying there is a spiritual principle. Therefore, okay, because it's like that, it's settled. Because what happens is when you say and you don't doubt, you know, you can make things happen physically. Because of that spiritual principle, that's when now, verse 24, which we are going to do, it says, therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Amen. So, what things soever you desire, when you pray to them, you say, Father, today I am receiving this, this, this. 
believe that you have received it and then it shall happen in the physical realm. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Because of the spiritual principle of making things happen by faith. Because you're believing in your heart. You will have the thing. Are you hearing me, somebody? Amen. There is a difference between receiving. So when you buy something online, according to this verse, when you have finished the transaction, you have received it, even though you don't have it. But you don't say you don't have it because you know you have it. Yes, amen. But even though physically you can't see it, but you say you have it. The problem with a lot of Christians is that when they receive from God from prayer, all right, what they say is they say they don't have it. Amen. God give mama. That's the problem. Do I have some young people here? Put your hand up if you're if you young. Do I have youth? Do I have junior discipleship? Do I have Sunday school? This, my sons and my daughters, and those of you online. Um, Karen Hapuk and your friends in PNG, are you there, young people? Can I see you waving? Are you there? Are you there? Yeah, here. Can I see the, the young people? I just want to see them. I'm trying to get their attention. All right, all right. How about in Toowoomba? Yeah, all right, I can see you. In Toowoomba, where is the young people? Where is the young people in Toowoomba? University, high school, primary school? Where are you? All right, all right. I'm grabbing your attention. I'm grabbing your attention. Take your seat. Who? What other campus? On Zoom? Do we have any young people on Zoom? Any young people on Zoom? All right. Powerful, powerful, powerful. I'm talking to you. I want to talk to you. Are you there, young people? You must hear me good when I'm teaching these things that I'm teaching. Because these things will make you a success like this world has never, ever known. Amen. Because the problem with a lot of grown-ups, and I'm not talking about Streams International grown-ups, bear with me. Let me put a disclaimer. The problem with grown-ups they had the wrong understanding of faith coming from doctrines that they have been taught about. Oh, yes. And so they believed things in a wrong way and they didn't receive what it is that they believed and they got burnt. And so now they don't believe in faith anymore or their believing is, is problematic. But you, the younger you are, you have not learned these things. You have not learned to doubt. Amen. Sometimes your mothers and your fathers don't even want to tell you to believe because when they tried it, it didn't work according to their understanding. And so they are like, my child will be hurt if I keep telling him that God will do this thing. Amen. It's a wrong understanding that they have. But take it from me. Take it from me. Oh, yes. If you know how to buy something online, you know how to receive things from God. Amen. It's not complicated. Grown-ups think it's complicated. 
it's not complicated. You can write what you want about your school. You can write what you whatever. I just pray that the Spirit of God guides you in whatever petition you're asking for. In the name of Jesus. It's simple. It's simple. Now, what I said was, the person who is buying online. Okay, I said I wasn't talking about Streams International grown-ups. Amen. I'm talking about other grown-ups. Oh, yes. But Streams International grown-ups know the word of God. Amen. And even if they had wrong understanding, it's all gone. Oh, yes. They have understood. Because remember, our believing has to be on the truth. If it's not on the truth, that's when things don't happen. Because the Bible, the word of God is based on truth. So if I believe on the truth, there is no way it will not happen. Amen. It has to happen. All right. Therefore, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So I was saying that the only person who is not able to access things online does not have an understanding of how it works. Maybe they went to a wrong shop, which was not the truth. And they were burnt there. Amen. So now they don't want anything to do with online shopping anymore. Because they went to a lie shop. They didn't go to the truth shop. Amen. So if their son says, Mom, I've seen this thing online. No, 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 don't go online. They will steal your money there. They will lie to you there. Why? They encountered a fake yes, amen. online shop. Wow. But your son today has found a true online shop. Allow them to shop in the true online shop, which is this word. Amen. They, whatever they can see in here, if they can see it, they can buy it. Oh, yes. If they buy it, it is coming. Oh, yes. In the name of Jesus. So, I said, a lot of people, their problem is what they are saying after they have received. So, remember, blessings in the spiritual realm. Me, I'm receiving by my spirit today, right now. Not by my flesh, but it will end up in my flesh. How do I do it? I have to use my spiritual hand to receive. Amen. I'm not using my physical hand to receive. I'm using my spiritual hand oh, yes. to receive and to take my things from God. Oh, yes. How do I receive with my spiritual hand? Now listen very carefully. Anything that you try to do in the spirit, it's believe that. Believe that. Believe that. Amen. Believe that. Just, just take the words believe that and put them in front of what you physically do. It's happening in the spirit. Amen. If you believe that you are taking something, you are taking something in the spirit. Amen. If you believe that you are receiving something, you are receiving something oh, in yes. the spirit. Any verb put believe that. 
That's your face. That's your spirit, your hand. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, yes. That's your spirit, your hand. Now, there are some things that you are able to take today because believe that is based on your faith, what you know. But I have taught you so much so that here you have a lot of faith about certain things that you can take from God. Based on what I have taught, based on what prophet was teaching, based on soteria, based on the fact that these blessings are already yours, we're already given. Blessed that you are based on the fact that you are already righteous. Based on the fact that God has always wanted to bless you. Based on the fact that anything contrary is not coming from God. So now you have the faith because you have to believe that you are receiving. Whether it's healing, you have to believe that you are receiving. Whether whatever it is, anything from the spiritual realm, even when the man of God lays his hands on you like this. Because there are different ways in which God helps his children. Different ways. God doesn't, God, if, if one way hasn't worked for you, he has another way. Amen. He has another way oh, because yes. he just wants you to be blessed. So even when the, uh, God is using the man of God, you come from one on one. Uh, one, on one. When he puts your, his hand on you, Say, for example, you're saying uh, there are people here whose debts have been cancelled. Debts. And they've come with the report, here my debt was this much, now it's zero, zero. Oh, the yes. bank has even called me to tell me that you don't have a debt with us. They've Amen. given me a closing statement. It's happened in this church. Oh, yes. But Papa did not call the bank. What he did was a spiritual thing. Amen. You just need to receive Believe that you, your debt is cancelled. Oh, yes. And it shall be cancelled. Whatever it is, Summit has been children. He has, he, uh, there, there are many uh, examples where he has said, your daughter that has not called you in many whatever, will call you today. He has prayed. And that same day, the daughter calls. He did not call the daughter to say call your mom he doesn't know the phone numbers and everything but what he did was a spiritual thing Amen. as long as you received it and believed that oh yes and believed that that's why your daughter is calling because now it's manifesting and so when you believe that thing when you believe that thing now you release the thing through how you are speaking, what you are saying. If you begin to say, nothing happened to me, you know what? Nothing is happening to you. Amen. If you say, I know today, I just know it. My life has changed today. Amen. You know what's happening? Your life has changed today. You just need to speak what you believe. Because when you speak what you believe, you are releasing the faith into the physical. Because it's looking for a way to come to the physical. You believe you receive. So listen, faith without works being alone is dead. So faith is both believing and also action. So if you just say, I believe I receive it, 
and you don't speak or act in that way, your faith is dead. Amen. You will not see the manifestation. Faith has to be completed. Oh, yes. The believing has to be consummated oh, by yes. what you are saying. Because that faith inside of you, for it to work on earth, it's looking for a, a way in which it can come to the physical world. And Papa taught us, words are the only thing that transcends both the spiritual realm and the physical realm. Amen. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. He taught us to say words are the ones that transcend both realms. So when you speak it, you are releasing what was now stuck in the spiritual. So if you believe you have received your healing, begin to say, I'm healed. Begin to walk like you are healed. So whatever it is that you are receiving today when we pray, begin to say that I have it. Oh, yes. Say, I know the day when God gave it to me. I know where I was sitting. Oh, yes. I was in church or I was on Zoom or I was on Facebook or I was on YouTube or I was in PNG or I was in Toowoomba or I watched after the service was finished. I know where I was sitting. Oh, yes. I know where I received it and now I am going to have it any day from now because some things are instant, some things take time. Come on, somebody. Amen. I hope my young people are listening to me. Mm. So don't ask God for small things today. Don't make it small. Amen. You've got too much faith now. Oh, yes. Don't make it small. Make it big. Big, big, big. Amen. Once I spoke to a lady, and we're going to pray, she had an issue. And that lady doesn't come to this church. And I just happened to be on the phone. She was not um, necessarily looking for me. I was just trying to encourage her because she was so down. She had not been able to talk to Papa. And I was telling her that you will, don't worry. But she will. And she, she has that. She had the faith. But it was going to take so long because Papa was not seeing people at the time. So I said, okay, let me just give her some homework while she's waiting because I said well, I was trying to teach her the principle of spiritual receiving that when you have that appointment you will receive your things spiritually so I taught her this Mark 11 she had never heard anything like this so she told me wow she took it as a formula of when you want to get things from God how is a formula like a she told me I'm a scientist so I like formulas. Because if you want to make this chemical, you add that and that and it gives you that chemical. So he said, so you tell me that when I believe, I believe first. I receive when I'm praying. I said yes. And then I just need to speak that I have whatever I believed in my heart. I said yes. And then I'll have it. She said, now I know the formula. I was more encouraged than anything else in this world. I said someone who gets it and the next time we talked again she said remember you already talked I just said Mark she said Mark 11 23 you taught me that one I know how it works I know the formula I said my God Amen. I said my God Amen. my God 
I was so blessed. I was so blessed. Because that word has yielded so much fruit in her life. It's now time for you. It's now time for you. So when, whenever we are asking God, we're using a formula. Okay? We are saying to God that, Father, I know that I have got spiritual blessings. And I know these things are for me and I am righteous. So today, I come and I take. That's why we say I receive. It's the same principles. I receive is not you are, you are throwing it to me. It's I'm taking it. Amen. It's lambano what oh, we mean. Yes. When we say I receive, we are saying I lambano. It's not like this. It's not like me, I'm God, and then he's receiving. Uh-uh. It's the table is here. The Bible is here. You know it's yours. Take it. That's what we mean when we say, I receive. Oh, yes. So you know the spiritual blessings are yours. So now we are going to say to God, now I take. And I believe that I receive it. And I believe that I receive it. Oh, yes. And then when you leave this place, your language should release your faith. Oh, yes. Your language should release your faith. Amen. Your son, who you say, oh, this one is a problem. When he comes now, say, ah, you are the best son in this house. Because you have received his turnaround. You will speak like that. You will speak like that. If you, are, if you don't have a job, you will say, you know what? I'm getting ready. Because any time now, when you make your applications, you are just looking for which one is yours. Oh, yes. It's not like it's now, it's, it's going to be, am I lucky? Are there too many people? No, you're just saying, which one is it? So by faith, you will apply, 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 apply. And because you know yours is coming. You already received it. Amen. You are too ready. Stand up, stand up, stand up. You are too ready, you are too ready. You are too ready. Pray in tongues a little bit. Karata yabakanda rakashata. Resekerebendorobosa. Rishata rabaka. Mareshe terebe. Come on, build yourself up. Pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. Rese terebe kurabahanda. Reshata labahanda rikosikiaba. Mase terebendorobosia. Risha kalabahanda. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All right, now I want to give you time. The next two minutes, I want you to ask God and I want you to receive it in the name of Jesus. Worship team, you can be singing. Ask God, ask God, ask God. Ask God and receive it. You can pray first, pray first and then sing. Pray first and then sing. Pay your personal prayer, what you want to talk to God and then you will sing after that. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. 
be blessed. And until next time, Shalom. Shalom.